The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Guy Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Also joining us live at studio, certified firearms instructor and Second Amendment attorney, host of the Gun Guy Show, Guy Relford. How are you, sir? Man, I'm great. And thanks, as always, to our sponsor, Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon, 8401 East Highway 36. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, and accessories. Check out my buddies at the fort at fortlibertyfirearms.com. Did you see what Biden said last Wednesday at this uh, some House Democratic conference in, in Maryland? He's going to ban assault weapons come hell or high water. Yeah. Oh, look this, out! This, yeah. you know, somebody th- had their pudding that day. That old chestnut <laughs> quote. Well, let, let me read you what he said because you're gonna like this. I know it may make some of you uncomfortable, but that little state above me, Delaware, is one of them, has the highest rate or one of the highest rates of gun ownership. But guess what? We're going to ban assault weapons come hell or high water and high capacity magazines. When we did it last time to reduce, ma- we did it when we did it last time reduce mass deaths. It's that's the uh, the quote. Yeah, well, Joe if, Biden. First of all, uh, it's not even if he could get it through Congress, which I don't believe for a minute, uh, it'd be stricken down as unconstitutional. And and we're frankly going to see there are already assault weapon ban quote unquote coming out of the uh, different states that are going to make their way to SCOTUS before he could ever even think about getting this through Congress. I really think this Supreme Court is going to come out with a ruling saying a ban on uh, so called assault weapons, which are really just semi-automatic rifles with detachable magazines, is is unconstitutional. Given the new test that the Supreme Court has defined for what's constitutional and what's not under the Second Amendment. But separately, to say we reduced violence or we reduced murders or... Mass we, deaths is what yeah, it, it, Well, it's a lie um, because the, 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 the government's own National Institute of Justice, which is the research arm of the Department of Justice, came out after the 94 to 04 so-called assault weapons ban and they they were they did a, a a report and an investigation research at the request of Congress on the issue of whether they should renew the assault weapons ban that was set to expire in 04 and and they looked at it and said you know because so-called assault weapons are used in such an incredibly small fraction of crimes less than 2% that any continuation of this ban uh, would would likely have minimal effect, if any, and too small to measure. So it basically came out and said that the ban for 10 years had no effect whatsoever on violence. And so the guy's delusional because his own government at the time came out and said it had no effect at the and time. He's just paying lip service to his radical base. Yeah, that's right. That's all they, it is. He they, knows he's not going to be able to do anything. Same thing with free college, right? We're going to pay off all your debts, free college. Well, he knows it's not constitutional, but now he can blame those evil Republicans when it doesn't get passed. Well, that's right. Plus, in the 2020 campaign, he made all these promises to groups like Moms Demand Action and the other Bloomberg groups and the Brady campaign and the Gifford Center and all these other other groups said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what you want me to do, which is get in there and ban assault weapons." So those people listen to every speech he gives, and they they got a little check they're either gonna put on their list or not. You know, I'm gonna ban assault weapons. Check. I'm gonna mm-hmm. ban high capacity magazine. Check. And that keeps those donations rolling. Absolutely. Through. So 
Exactly. So they look at that and say, well, yeah, oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's paying lip service. He's doing what we want him to do, even though there's no, there's no feasible way that's ever going to happen. So let's bring it a little closer to home here. We've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, but the current prosecutor in Marion County, Ryan Mears, he's looking to eliminate due process from the red flag law. The red flag law currently exists. That's the same red flag law that Mears dropped the ball on right. when it came to the FedEx massacre. Uh, but now he wants to basically eliminate due process. Yeah, and and the there was a bill introduced this year, uh, Senate Bill 295, and um, it did exactly what you described, Hammer, in that it basically said before you get any due process in the form of a hearing where you're represented by counsel, where you can make your own argument, where you can confront the witnesses against you, where you can pr- you know, provide your own exculpatory evidence, before any of that would happen, just based on a judge hearing one side of the story, they, they find probable cause that you're quote-unquote dangerous with you having you, – you, you, you have no participation in that. Right, it's just an allegation. It could be completely frivolous. So and somebody just litigation. makes up something about Absolutely. somebody, then that person's gun would be taken away. And I've defended those cases. I've defended literally made-up allegations that someone's dangerous. Jilted I, I, lovers, jilt, yeah, soon-to-be ex-wives or husbands, uh, jealous co-workers. I've had that case. I had a case involving two neighbors who had an ongoing dispute over where they left their trash cans, and the and the neighbor in this dispute with my client. Knew he was a competitive shooter and he was a sporting clay uh, avid shooter and would see him toting his guns out there. And he said, I know, I'll get him. And after they had an argument about their trash cans, he went in and called the cops. Yeah, this guy's crazy. He pulled a gun out of his car and pointed it at me. And only through ring doorbell evidence do we establish that wow. didn't happen. He made it up. But under Mirror's bill, and I say Mirror's bill, it's being pushed by the Indiana Prosecutors uh, Association, um, IPAC. But uh, it clearly uh, was motivated by Mears calling for changes in the law because he, he tried to scapegoat the law to say, well, there's defects in the statute that prevented me from filing that case in Marion County against the FedEx shooter. Bullcrap. Bullcrap. Uh, there was nothing in the, uh, the, the, the nothing that, that would have prevented him from pursuing this, having that guy declared dangerous and taking his guns away and, and making him a prohibited possessor so he couldn't buy more guns. So what he now says is, well, we need to make these people prohibited possessors as soon as a, a judge finds probable cause, meaning no due process. And I said, absolutely not uh, over my dead body. And, 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 and thankfully, even though the bill was introduced by a Republican, which is heartbreaking to me, um, and someone who's been pro-gun historically, um, I, I had the opportunity to have a series of meetings on it, including with the uh, committee chair uh, for courts and criminal code and laid out the problems with due process and why uh, no one could could say there are anything remotely similar to a 2A supporter if this thing goes forward. And I'm happy to report it's dead in the sense that that bill didn't get a hearing and didn't get out of the Senate in time to get over to the House because we're now sort of at halftime where if a bill didn't survive and advance in its originating chamber, it, it it's dead for now. So unless- your testimony helped kill that? Well, it was, yeah, I mean, I had a whole series. It wasn't testimony because it never got a hearing, but it was okay. private conversations where I was able to, you know, to sit down and, and, and express my opinions. And, and uh, those opinions have merit because you can't really argue uh, that, that it's consistent with due process to strip somebody of a constitutional freedom before they've had an opportunity to defend themselves. So Guy Relford won 
and Ryan Mir zero when it comes to this, right? Well, I wasn't the only one involved, but uh, no, no, we're giving you the full credit. Yeah, you okay. get the dub here, right, guy. But, but I, but I, I will say I did. It's not of... Monday, everybody else day. It's Monday <laughs> Gun Day, and I'm giving you the win here, my friend. All right, well, I'll take some credit because I did do most of the talking. I'll tell you that much. Uh, guy Relford with us. We were having a conversation off the air right before we came back on about this NBA player named John ja yeah. Morant. This is a guy that has got amazing talent. Probably oh. one of the most dynamic young players in the league. The league's really put a lot of you know stock into this guy. He's got his own signature shoe, all that kind of stuff. But he's a bit of a knucklehead. Yeah. His group allegedly was the one that was harassing the Pacers team bus. Yeah. Right? His group, his cronies, his entourage, you know, having like the laser pointer out and somebody pointing a gun. Right. Not the first time that gunplay has been involved in John Morant. Right. And now he does some Instagram live video this past weekend where he's got his firearm out. Well, the team has basically agreed to unofficially suspend him. He's saying that he's taking time away, but it's called it what it is. It was a suspension. And how can people be this dumb guy? He wants to be like a gangster with his firearm instead of being the face of the NBA, one of them making tens of million dollars a year. Well, exactly. And, and you know, what's incredible to me, it shouldn't be because we see it happen over and over in other contexts. But what's amazing to me is these people get themselves in trouble because they, they, they decide to do something entirely knuckleheaded, which is bad enough in itself, but then they document it, they video it, and they put it on their own social media, in this case, Instagram. And that's, that, that I mean, so it's making the incredibly bad decision is one thing. And again, I just saw the video just a few minutes before walking in the studio because I thought you guys might want to talk about it. And he's, he's in a nightclub. It's very very late or early in the morning very 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 late at night or early in the morning depending on your perspective uh, but he's shirtless okay um hell we've seen gronkowski do that right so take your shirt off in a nightclub <laughs> who cares um but but at one point he, he he's got a gun apparently in his left hand and he just brings it up and he waves it in front of the camera like ha ha aren't i cool um i've got a i've got a gun in the nightclub so he documented it he videoed it's a selfie it's a self-videoed uh, uh post that he made on Instagram and and on that basis because it's not his first rodeo as you said he's right. had other uh failures of judgment and and I first looked at this and, I, and first of all isn't it sad that it, it was so much uh a a a self-induced error you know what a self-caused error but at the same time as a lawyer I want to look at it and say okay well what's the law in Tennessee um can you have a gun in a nightclub does he have a license to carry was it against the law to consume alcohol while you're carrying a gun and I wanted to look at the legal issues and then immediately I went back and I said okay guys sit down stop, stop thinking like a lawyer stop start thinking about the, like the NBA or like right. this guy's agent and say can you continue to do this kind of, uh, you know, in, engage in this kind of behavior and expect to have a viable NBA career? And the answer to that's probably no. He what, would re he would rather have people view him as Mr. Hard, Mr. Yeah. Thug Life, than be the face of the NBA. Like, yeah. how stupid is that? And then this guy making like $40 million? <laughs> He's God, I'm watching the I'm watching the video of his dunk last season at Gambridge Fieldhouse. Versus the Pacers. I, I, I've never seen anything like that. Oh, this kid That's, can it's literally jump out of the building. Well, not literally. He can damn near jump out of the building. Um, he's an incredible athlete and 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 incredibly skilled. He's but, getting paid. But in a, terms of responsible gun owner. He's a knucklehead. So now yeah. he said, you know, I need to take some time out and, and get some help. I mean, 
I don't know if he's blaming substance abuse. You know, was he drunk at the time? I have no idea. <clears throat> but what's disappointing to me is just that a guy who has that kind of is this young and has that kind of potential career seems to be uh, uh, dedicated to, to to damaging his own career to self destruction at this. It's point. that entourage, man. Yeah. You got to get rid of the entourage. The same people you grew up with are going to bring you down. Your job, Moran, yeah. you're better than those people now, right? Well, yeah. I mean, well, that's the reason you got rid of your entourage, Jason. I know. It is. I mean, the hemorrhoids, I think we called them. <laughs> the hemorrhoids, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Some oh, of them yeah. we've had to break yeah. off. Yeah. Some, sometimes you just got to move on. <laughs> Where can people find more information or continue conversations? RelfordLaw.com is the best way to get a hold of me. RelfordLaw.com. Guy, you're the best. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.